0: The Lord be with you. And with your a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark, Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out, two by two, and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey, but a walking stick, no food. No sack, no money in their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave. Whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you, leave there and shake the dust off your feet in testimony against them. So they went off, preach repentance. Twelve drove out many demons, and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. They say the most important meal of the day is breakfast. And the reason why is because you've been fasting all night and in the morning you need to break the fast. So what exactly is the most important thing you could possibly put in your body after a whole night of not eating? Well, it's probably not donuts. or already our Lucky Charms cereal. I don't think coffee's on the top of the list either. No, it's water. The reason why water is because you need to hydrate yourself. <laughs> So, why did it take 58 years for me to figure this out? So, I early on in life, I would eat donuts and pastries and down it with a nice tall glass of orange juice. And by mid morning, I would have a sugar crash. So, that didn't work. So, then I went to coffee, and I love coffee. And well, coffee gave me the jibbies, the woolies. I was nervous all day. And so, I had to get rid of that. And so what do you have left with is water? And, and nothing goes with water in the morning. Eggs and toast do not go with water. So I just had water. And that's what I have now. My body loves it. My, I don't have any crashes anymore, and even keel. I have energy. So why did it take 58 years for me to figure this out? Nobody told me. Nobody does it. <laughs> And that's the reason I read the Bible. Because the Bible tells me things that nobody out there tells me. It tells me things that can make my life a lot better. So take, for instance, the first reading. So Amos goes up to the northern kingdom, and he's in a city called Bethel. Now Bethel is a uh, liturgical city. It's got a, it's got a place of worship there, and of course there's priests walking around. And, and uh, Amos bumps into one of these priests, and the priest tells... this. He says, you visionary, leave the severe and never come back again. Now what's really odd is Amos' response to the priest. He says to the priest, oh, I'm no prophet. I'm a farmer. Now why would he say that? Wouldn't he want to say instead that, that I'm from God, God has sent me, and that uh, to give a little bit, of, you know, uh, some, uh, little bit of authoritative muscle to his message? He just says that I'm just a, just a farmer? Why would he just say that? Because of a farmer can see the writing on the wall, then it's, they've got to be in pretty bad shape. So let's go back to the very beginning, when Amos met God when he, while he was farming. And God said to him, I want you to go to the northern kingdom and preach. So Amos says, well, me? I'm just a farmer. I don't know what to say. Maybe one of the prophets or one of the priests in the, the temple would be better at this than me. And God says, just go to the northern kingdom and you'll know exactly what to say. So Amos does. So Amos goes to the northern kingdom and he knows in the northern kingdom there's a lot of rainfall. A farmer would notice that. He noticed that the plush, green, rich fields, of al- belly-high alfalfa fields. And then he looks over to the fields and he sees cows there. Oh, majestic cows. Beautiful, fat, plump, delicious cows. Not like his scrawny ones back you know, in his, in his southern kingdom. So now he knows what to say. And so he tells the people, you cows of Bashan. Now why would Amos call them the cows of the north, cows of Bashan? Well, not because they were all overweight, but because they were all ready for the slaughter. See, in the ancient world, there's a lot of bad guys. And bad people love hoarded wealth because they know where to go to get it. And Israel had lots of hoarded wealth. They were ready for the slaughter. So let's go back to the priest in Bethlehem. He's saying... He's saying that that God has been blessing them because of their great liturgies. He's a priest and he has these wonderful liturgies and God is so happy that he's blessing the northern kingdom with all of this wealth and all of this great economy and great food. But Amos has a different message. Amos says, yes, it's true. God has blessed you with a lot of wealth and abundance. But all this wealth and abundance was not meant for you. It's so that you can use it to help people. See, that's why I read the Bible. <laughs> because it tells me things that nobody else says. It tells me that now I know that all the gifts that God gives me, the skills, any material goods I may have, that God blesses me, I know it's not for me. <laughs> And so they can help people with it. So read the Bible. Then you don't have to wait 58 years to figure out how to live the best life.